Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your favorite Christmas cookie? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Bradley, why are we asking the people what their favorite cookie is? Well, because I'm going to sneeze. Okay, I will uh, prematurely bless you while you sneeze. There it is. Okay. Wow, that was aggressive. Felt good though, man. I bet it did. Nothing better than a good sneeze. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, back to cookies. Mm -hmm. I hope you're not allergic to Christmas cookies. No, I'm not. Well, if I am, I'm screwed because I've been eating them for like the last week solid. And I just, I have a lot of feelings. But anyway, back to cookies. So I I found this story earlier this week and I was like, we have to talk about our favorite holiday Mm -hmm. cookies because food and... And the royal family from uh, the Buckingham Palace posted um, uh, on their instant their instant account <laughs> <laughs> their Instagram account the Queen's gingerbread biscuit recipe. Now, of course, across the pond, uh, a biscuit is the cookie. Excuse me, cookie. <laughs> um, so they posted the recipe for the Queen's gingerbread, which I thought. Was delightful. It's not every day the queen shares, you know, her cookies with us. No, okay. She does have. Sweet Why does biscuits? that just sound dirty? <laughs> I love the queen's her ginger biscuits. biscuit. She's mm. got a nice crispy ginger biscuit. No, ew, ew. What? Stop it. Anyway, that got me on the topic of our favorite holiday cookie recipe or cookie. Holly, help. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? We knew on the third hour of the show was going to be a little crazy Off today. Off the rails, you guys. We've been uh, up a long time. Okay. We ginger did. biscuit. It sounds yeah. like a drag queen. It does. Well, it, it sounds, totally should be. It sounds naughty. I'm um, ginger biscuit. <laughs> anyway, royal pastry <laughs> chef. You can go to the Buckingham Palace royal family Instagram account and uh, get the queen's, Check out the queen's. <laughs> the queen's biscuit recipe. Mm, it's flaky. <laughs> no, it should really be. It should have a snap because well, the British. Here's does. what I've learned from watching <laughs> a lot of the. I'm not mature enough for this. <laughs> I, I'm really going to avoid the conversation because there are just so many landmines that I could step into in this one. But um, I will say, having watched a fair amount of the Great British uh, Baking Show, the British love. Uh, they don't like a soft cookie. Mm-hmm. Like if the cookie is soft, it is underdone, and therefore it is. Not a good thing. I think that's so opposite of how we well, roll. It is now, but do you remember it? That didn't used to always be the case. I think it was probably in the mid to late eighties. Yeah, it was culturally. When the, it was we when started the, to shift. It was when Keebler, Keebler came Keebler. out with the, Keebler came out with the soft batch. Oh man, yeah. those and that was great. My jam. Yeah, Let's, and oh. and also I think it. Partially had to do with Mrs. Fields because mm. remember Mrs. Fields oh, used to get yeah. those cookies the at the oven. mall, oh, and they were moist and soft. Mm. So good, unlike the Queen's have- <laughs> crispy biscuit. Whatever happened to Mrs. Fields? It's still Is she still around? You, okay. can, you get her on mail order now. Oh, I don't yeah. think they have as many. I don't think they're like- hot and soft anymore. Then okay. let's go to Susie six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite Christmas cookie? Susie's on the line. Hi, Susie. 
Hi, guys. First time caller. Long time listener. Well, thank you for calling. Welcome, and thank you for holding for so long. (laughs) Well, we love you. Have you been drinking this morning? (laughs) No, I'm on my way to my folks. Oh, Oh, awesome. What's your favorite Christmas cookie? Um, that'd be the nipple cookies. Okay. Is that what you call them? What are those? (laughs) It's the it's those peanut butter blossoms. Oh, oh I, I did those. not know we called them nipple cookies, Neither but I did will I, start but I get doing it. that. <laughs> My mom is starting to calm now, and she's awful. She's so straight laced. She's like, I made your favorite nipple cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh everybody's gosh. going to be calling them that this year, nipple thanks to cookies. you. Thank you, Susie. Thanks, Susie. Thank you for the uh, the nipple cookies. Now, I, I thought that those were the... Wait. They're called peanut butter blossoms. Yeah, I thought kisses, those were right? like elf on the shelf poop. Oh, that's a cute one. You know, you put them underneath the elf on the shelf well, and yeah, that's then a they deposit the cookies. Well, yes, but I think that these predated the elf on the shelf. Yeah, for sure. But yes, that is the modern day probably iteration of it now i don't know we don't have any other callers nobody else has favorite cookies so i need to talk about cookies well i need to take this turn really quickly because we learned about something at lunch b arthur was very emphatic about this having to do with the hershey kisses have you she she looked at us like this she said to holly and me before you got to lunch today she goes have you guys been talking about the hershey kiss controversy and i was like what what is this uh kiss controversy well she said this is right up your alley because it deals with a conspiracy theory and food she's right apparently there has been uh an issue with hershey kisses having the little tip like i'm serious broken off many of them like so many of them and people were noticing it and they were very upset about it they were up in arms about it okay so they went to hershey they said there's so many of these broken this has got to be a problem from Hershey. So they went to Hershey and they said, Hey, what's with all the tips being broken off the top of the Hershey bars? And that's as far or yes, Hershey kisses. And that's as far as I've gotten with it. But apparently this has been getting people very upset. All the tips tips are not there. They're just like separated They're Okay. Here, I'll show you a picture to show you what what I mean. Uh, Like this, Oh, like all of the little, cause you know, it's like uh, the Hershey kisses look like a little drop of, of chocolate. And then it's like, it just sort of tapers to a little tiny tip. At first I thought to myself, well, who gives a rip if the, if the tip is gone on the Hershey kiss, cause it's going to taste the same. But I would imagine if you use them for holiday, uh, cookies yeah. and things. You don't want a deformed Hershey's kiss. Yes, and it has been very traumatic for people who appreciate their Hershey's. Let me kisses. ask you a question mm-hmm. before you go on about that story. What's mm-hmm. your favorite holiday cookie? Peanut butter blossoms. Holly. Sugar. Sugar cookie. Yeah. Or just sugar. Uh, just sugar. Like sugar. Just sugar. Dump it in my mouth. Sugar. No, I like sugar cookies. I like my grandma's recipe with the homemade icing. My favorite art. Thanks for asking. Are those cornflake uh, wreaths? Those are good wreaths too. Yeah. With the cinnamon uh, ornaments. I don't want the cinnamon ornaments on mine, but well, I love yours. the wreaths. I'll give you my yeah. ornaments. I also enjoy spritz. Me I don't. Too. I don't. I think spritz, spritz or spritz or whatever you call them are dumb. Okay, more for me. Oh, great. Thanks, Holly. Holly, more for us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, though, my favorite is Krum Kaka. And I'll be making that tomorrow. Krum. Thanks for asking. (laughs)
Anything with Rude. the word kaka in it is not meant to be eaten. It means oh, cake please. in Norwegian. Cake. Do you think the Norwegians walk around going, mm, I love the kaka? Yes. Oh. Actually, yeah. Because so it in, means cake so in their in language. So in Norwegian, they say, I don't love pie, I love kaka. Mm-hmm. That's just No, they wrong. don't say that because they probably love pie because it it's poo? better. Is that like Swedish for pie? Poo? Poo and kaka? I'm not going to entertain this conversation. What is pie in Norwegian? You know what? I'm not going to entertain this conversation. No, because you know I don't it speak it. What? Pie. Hmm. According to Google. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Paul McGuire Grimes has entered the studio and he is going to tell us what is in theaters this weekend. We'll as find we, out what his favorite cookie is, too. Yes, as we enter into the holiday weekend and he'll also tell us his favorite cookie. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies after this on My Talk 1071. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies, the website, the podcast, the YouTube channel. I mean, he's multimedia, folks. Is here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Paul McGuire Grimes. Hi, Hello, Paul McGuire Grimes. It is so grimy. <laughs> so you know, great to be here on the Friday before Christmas. We are so happy to have you. Thank and this you. is a pretty big I mean, people get excited about movies. There are so many movies in theaters right now. And this is a great weekend to see them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we have even more coming on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I know people have plans to like go to the theater on Christmas. Day. Oh, it's for kind of a sure. family tradition. I'm planning on doing that all next week. Fabulous. Yeah, I got to catch up on all those movies oh my that gosh. are going to start being nominated. Mm-hmm. Get that, have Jamie get that spreadsheet mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's working on it. Okay, good. If you need a consultation, let me know. All right, I will do so. Yeah. Well, let's start with the one that um, that I've heard nothing but amazing things about, and that's Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Um, it So it takes place a couple of decades after the original. Jane and Michael Banks are now adults, and Michael is a widower. He has three kids, and he's really going through some financial hard times. And it's up to Mary Poppins to come back and save the day. Mm. And I, I have such fond memories of the original, watching with my grandma McGuire, and I have it's such a it has such a very special place in my heart. And this one really lived up to expectations, and it really made me like the magic and the whimsy and the joy. And I felt like I, my grandma was right there next to me watching it. I just want to say that, you know, getting into the spirit of what this movie is. It's so delightful. Emily Blunt is for lack of a better phrase, practically perfect as Mary Poppins in every way. (laughs) She brings that like sassy attitude you want out of Mary Poppins. She doesn't put up any garbage from the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it as this lamplighter named Jack. We have uh, Julie Walters, Meryl Streep, Colin Firth is in it. And then Ben Wishaw, who people may know as the new Q in the James Bond movies Mm -hmm. and the voice of Paddington. He plays Michael Banks. And you just... Feel so bad for him, and your heart melts, and you just want everything to be better. You know, I, oh, go ahead, Bradley. No, sorry. I was just going to say that you know, Mary Poppins has this weird dark side to it, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, well, mostly in the musical, but you know, I, I'm curious if that is a part of this, or if it's just all saccharine. You know, it's a not all full of sugar, right? I mean, there definitely is a lot of that in it, and it's not all happy. Like there is some down. I mean, he's not doing well, mm-hmm. and he's the like his house will be repossessed. Mm-hmm. Their their childhood home will be repossessed. So there is that. It's not as like tonally dark as I would say the original is, um, but so definitely good for the whole family. There's CG in it. There's live action, and then there's 2D animation, which we haven't seen in a movie in so long. Mm-hmm. So then you see this musical number. There. Are, I think there's some penguins. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen it. We're seeing it again on Christmas Eve. But to see them like like the old Mary Poppins or yeah. Ben Abbas Rooms, Pete's Dragon, like you just feel like you're back in the old 
yeah. Disney World again. And you know, I, I, I think big shoes to fill in terms of uh, Julie Andrews' mm-hmm. movie version of of uh, Mary Poppins. But by all accounts, Emily Blunt. Yeah, it's. Hit- Get, hits the mark. Yeah, she does. And her voice isn't like, if you're going to get technical with the sound of the music, her voice isn't as high or as sweet as Julie Andrews is. So don't go in expecting that Emily Blunt will be Julie Andrews. It's her own interpretation of this character. Mm-hmm. So you can't go into this movie like trying to replicate all of the history that you have with the original and then right. just apply it right away to this new one. Yeah. Go in with an open mind. You will definitely enjoy it. The musical numbers are huge spectacles. There's a big 11 o'clock number. You just feel right back within the world. And then Richard Sherman, who wrote the original music, was kind of in consultation with Mark Shaman to do the music mm-hmm. in this. So it definitely fits within the world that we know of this. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. How many tickets? I'm giving it four and a half out of five. I really loved it. And I'm I'm very excited to see it again with our family. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Aquaman. This is another huge, huge Huge one. Huge movie. Huge expectations. This is the latest in the DC extended universe. You know, we have Jason Momoa back playing Aquaman. And there's a war brewing between the humans and then the species that live below water. And he, as a half breed, could be the only one to kind of unite those forces. Patrick Wilson is the villain and he plays his brother. And then Nicole Kidman plays their mother in it. Now, uh, this is not a movie that I would, you know, flock to. Yeah. But is this or a movie? Or swim that- to. <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. But um, for the for those of us who aren't perhaps superhero comic booky, do we still have a need to go see this movie? Um, if you're not a comic book person, I don't know if you have a need to see it. That being said, though, I actually was really, I actually really enjoyed most of it. It was pleasantly surprising that they made an Aquaman movie work when you think that so much of the movie is based underwater. Yeah. That they really, like James Wan, the director, um, and his creative team, really make it look cool. Like there's a lot of neon and glowing colors to it. It kind of looking like Avatar did. Mm-hmm. And then I, what I appreciate is that they move underwater as if they were filming underwater. And then when they come up to the surface, they're all wet, their hair soaked. So like there's some like science and physics if you will oh that's nice yeah Yeah. because you You don't always see that right i mean it could have been a cheesy garbly mess Mm -hmm. the movie is way too long i will say that like there's whole sequences and characters that easily could be cut but i was i dug most of it okay all right amber heard is like his sidekick completely boring i don't really get her okay like in life and in general okay so Whatever. Give or take. On Give that or take. One. On her. Uh, how, how Three many? out of five ticket stops. Okay. Jason right. Momoa is great. He's brownie. He, you can tell he's having a great time in this role. Okay. All right. And finally, and now this is a big one because it's getting a ton of Oscar buzz. Ton of Oscar buzz. This is Roma. You can now see it streaming on Netflix. It's one of their original movies. I would recommend seeing it in the theater. It's a. It's from Alfonso Cuarón. He's a huge. He directed it, wrote it, and it really is inspired by his childhood. And it's about these two women that struggle to get by and pick themselves up again when their men leave them. We have Cleo, who is the maid for this um, woman named Sophia and her four children and it's a slice of life movie it's a year in their life when Cleo gets pregnant and how does she carry on and live life and it's beautiful like every it's black and white every frame looks like a stunning picture wow the cinematography is very still it's very moving just kind of capturing that environment of Mexico City in the in like the 70s maybe it's the 60s I can't remember 100% but just like you watch and you're like just stunned by the 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 visuals the story is very simple like don't go in it's not a standard structure 
of a movie. Okay. Yep. You may be wondering, where is this going? Mm-hmm. Why do I care? Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Just sort of sit back and sit absorb back. it. Yeah. And okay. really, it's this learning lesson about okay. the time and okay. what these women go through. How many ticket subs I'm for that one? I'm four and a half out of five. Wow. I've that's seen big. it like twice now. And There's I'm a like, reason it's getting a lot of bucks. Yeah. Go with right. an open mind. All Thank right. you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Paul Grimes. Paul's Merry trip Christmas. to the movies, the website. Listen to the podcast. Check out his YouTube channel. You can really consume him in many ways. Uh, thank you, Paul. Merry Christmas to you. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots on yeah. My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Well, when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, <laughs> well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Entertainment. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why, bitches? Cuz it's Whoa. Friday and I am done. Well, yes, you <laughs> are. Look at you. Technically, in about a 29 minutes, but until then, I'm going to pretend like I care. So, hey, it's the segment. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> What's um, happening? Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people from Florida, usually, yeah. sometimes, mm. and other places. Where are we going first? Where are we going first? We're going to Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Muncie Indiana. Indiana. Okay, we are going to Muncie, Indiana, where an anonymous tip on Tuesday led cops to the home of uh, a woman uh, who is now facing charges. 25-year-old mother, Taylor Cummings, uh, went to work, uh, like she does, apparently every day. Uh, The problem was on this particular day, she was... Unable to find a babysitter. Oh, it happens. It does happen. Uh, but rather than uh, arrange to bring her children to a, a daycare program or a drop off, uh, you know, school program or a, a park program or something like that, or maybe, I don't know, take the day off work. Yeah. She left them home alone and she popped in a movie. And the movie she popped in was Home Alone. <laughs> Problem, uh, the kids were seven years old Ooh. and four oh. years old. Oh, wait. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. Watching mm-hmm. Home, Home Alone. Alone. A seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Ooh. An anonymous tipster called the cops in Muncie, and uh, they showed up uh, to work, and they uh, took her, and she was arrested for neglect of a dependent. Ugh. So, don't do that, y'all. Yeah, no, um, mm-hmm. it's not appropriate. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, although they were fine. They were fine. Yes, okay, the good. kids were fine. Absolutely. This probably wasn't the first time. Uh, the, the, aunt, the aunt of the children uh, was able to get to the home and uh, get to the door and get them to safety, you know, to make sure that they were safe. Observed. Yeah, observed, which begs the question. If the aunt was able to get to the house, I mean, maybe did she ask if maybe she could be the babysitter? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Point being, the mother, their mother had been at her job since 7 a.m. and had decided to have the seven-year-old babysit the four-year-old. She said she had done it before, but she 
usually has a babysitter. She is in jail on, under a $10,000 bond. Yep. Bye. Merry Christmas. The aunt is uh, in care is caring for the children now for the time being. God, don't do it, guys. Yeah, please don't do that. Really think, right. please. Okay. Uh, fa la 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 la. Oh my God. What? We need to go to Wisconsin okay. and specifically uh, Green Bay. Okay. And uh, we need to talk about some uh, Wisconsinites here. Alrighty. Uh, we need to talk about a 61-year-old in particular, okay. 61-year-old cheesehead by the name of Gregory Branigan, okay. who's now facing misdemeanor charges of a na- certain sort Okay, after he did some stuff. And it was holiday-related, so that's mm. why I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know how this all started, but imagine if you will, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful winter's eve, and you go... Uh, you look outside and you're like, oh, look at all the sun or the sun. Oh, look at all the snow and the trees mm. and it looks so cute and yeah. festive. And Oh, my God. Oh, what is that? Is that our neighbor? And out the window, you see 61 year old Gregory Branigan. Now, what he was doing was mildly holiday related. Caroling? No. Um, no. Uh, Wrapping well, things? He was going crazy. Let's just put it that okay. way. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the lady who's looking out the window, she hears that. He started banging on the window. and He kicked, uh, he was kicking her door. Oh, okay. Screaming and yelling. Uh, then he started tearing down her Christmas decorations. Rude. Yeah, tell me about bah it. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. Now, that's bad, right? Just not a good idea to kick down somebody's door yeah. and tear down their Christmas decorations before the holidays. It's not very oh, neighborly. Oh, no. But that's not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, frankly. No. Was he on bath salts and he... Nope. Okay. But he was completely naked. Oh, dear. Yes. What was so, his goal? His go- Well, I don't know that there really was okay. one. I will say that officers said that he uh, told them that he uh, needed to take care of, uh, of a drug dealer in a neighbor's apartment. Take care of? I'll take care of a drug okay. dealer. My neighbor's apartment. Now, they did test his breath. Okay. And in addition to smelling booze on it, they were able to measure his blood alcohol level at about 0.21, which is more than twice the legal limit for driving, much less walking through mm-hmm. a winter wonderland. Oh, my goodness. And uh, again, completely naked, kicking doors, tearing down Christmas. Wow. Can you imagine, you know, you're like, oh, it's so happy to be a part mm. of the ho- Oh, my God. You don't want to see that. No. I mean, no. Unless it's hot Jafar. And then... Maybe we can talk. Yeah. No, thank you, though. Merry Christmas. Yeah. So anyway, he was arrested. Yes. Taken away. And given some pants. To the who's gal. Given. I don't know if they gave him pants. I don't know what they do in Wisconsin. I don't either, actually. Uh, can we go to Memphis for our last Egypt? story? Oh, my God. That's kind of at the birth of civilization. We're but... going to Tennessee, actually. Oh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Sure, I forget that. There's one there, too. Uh, I want to tell you about 30-year-old Frederick Johnson. He was arrested okay. for trespassing at a Greyhound bus station on Sunday. Um, but he has a history of 
polishing his silverware <sighs> in public. And so what? he had been banned from the station a while back, which is why he was trespassing. Right. He was banned and he showed up again. Um, the what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm reading this story. Okay, just please. Calm, please. Oh, God. Um, so the police <laughs> patted him down and they, first of all, found uh, a lot of drugs on his person. And so they took him to jail. Then they were booking him and they patted him down again and they found a um, a protrusion from his left side above his groin area. Uh, and they they assumed that perhaps it was attached to him and it was the thing that would be actually attached to his groin area. His gentles. Exactly. Um, but it, it it was also poking out the other side of uh, his lower belly. And what? so they were like, what that is work? that thing? Well, that Maybe that's not that thing that we thought Please it was. Please read the words. Um, so they decided. However, officers. Okay, hold on, because I'm reading from a different place. The officers had to then strip search him oh, to to learn what the what the what was protruding from both sides. Says, however, officers also discovered another semi erect object protruding from the opposite direction. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and what they what learned was, was he had a, a 24 inch machete tucked under his fat rolls. Oh, that's a <laughs> new no. Literally, pocket. it says Holly. Undetected object tucked deep underneath a large roll of skin. Yeah. It, and the undetected object was his machete. And I'm not, that's not a fancy How do word you tuck for a his machete number. under your fat roll well, and not lose a fat roll. Apparently, he, well, it was wrapped in gym shorts. Oh, so it, oh, he had wrapped okay. it well, so that, that it wouldn't really make cut sense. him. He'd wrapped it. He was like, I got to get the, the blade edge covered. And then he covered and then he put it in his fat roll. And then um, he so apparently the police were able to determine that he did not intend to use it immediately <laughs> because it was not accessible. Um, so there you go. Also, please read. They also found. Uh, they also found multiple knives, a taser, a social security card, a state of Texas benefit card belonging to a woman named Teresa. And he then told the police he wasn't really sure who Teresa was, but he believed she was, quote, on his Facebook. Oh, yeah. Is this <laughs> all in his There's so fold? much going on. Yeah, yes. I, yeah he also had yes! a, a Tennessee Department of Corrections violent and offender probation they found card. powder substance, an unknown grass substance, mm-hmm. an unknown substance, and an unknown crystal substance and another unknown crystal substance and an unidentified ovular pill and unknown substances that appeared to be narcotics. Can I? And he was known to polish his silverware publicly mm-hmm. and cause disruptions. This guy has done it all. And if I, like I can just serve a, a like a slow, slow clap. clap. Yeah. Can I do an audio representation of his mugshot? It goes like this. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a man who is like, proud of his talent. Yeah, like, yes, he's I did like, that. Mm-hmm. I got all these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, what this guy in, was a what CBS. You in, what do you have in your fold? Isn't that an American Express? Sort of. Tagline? Sort of. Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys, just Oof. keep your folds clean. All right. When we come back Ooh. on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play the throwback live at 245. Yes. Oh. Holly's looking very much forward to it. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. 
What if I told you you could get cash back just for being yourself? The U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card lets you customize your rewards to maximize your cash back. Receive up to 5% cash back on the two reward categories that best fit your lifestyle and adjust your cash back selections each quarter as your spending changes. Learn more at usbank.com slash cash plus. Whether you're a movie buff or a gym rat, a foodie or a techie, a homebody or a jet setter, you can earn 5% cash back doing the things you love. Just be yourself and get rewarded. Plus, you'll get 2% cash back on one everyday category like gas stations, EV charging stations, groceries or restaurants. Apply now at usbank.com slash cash plus and discover how you can get a $200 cash back bonus. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be.